odinsbeardwoodworking.com is currently running a very special limited time offer, which is going to give you 5% off your next order. You can order god poles, goddess poles, multiple custom commission pieces made by hand with no power tools by Matthew Petrie, CEO, owner, and founder of Odin's Beard Woodworking. Now, if you go today and place an order with Odin's Beard Woodworking for your next altarpiece and use the discount code Team Midgard Musings at checkout, you will get a 5% discount on your total order. Now, that offer is running only until the end of January. So you have plenty of time to consider what you want to get and place your order today at odinsbeardwoodworking.com. And remember to use the discount code Team Midgard Musings to get your 5% discount. Check it out today. Hey, everybody. Do you guys enjoy what I do here on the podcast? And do you enjoy listening and watching to what I do on YouTube as well? Maybe you're trying to think of a way to help support these projects and content that I release, well, I'm going to give you one idea to think about, and that is Patreon. I'm not sure if you realize it, but Midgard Musings is available to become a patron uh, to on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings, and you can help support what I do here on the podcast and across my other social media platforms for just as little as a dollar a month if you so choose, right? So if everybody who's listening and watching what I do pledge just one dollar a month, that would help tremendously. There are other tier levels of support that you can choose on Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and see what fits you over there. As always, thank you so much for your support. Let's get back to the podcast. All right, everybody, hail and welcome back to another episode of uh, Random Heathen Ramblings here on the Midgard Musings podcast. Uh, it's been a little while since you guys have heard from me. Not too, too long, you know, only about five or six days, depending on when this reaches your ear holes. But, um, yeah, so the the last episode that I put out, you know, that was on a Monday. And at the time of this episode going out, it's a uh, Saturday. It's a Saturday night, and I ain't got nobody. Just another Saturday night. I really do though, but um, it just it made me think of that that one song from like days gone by. Was it uh from from bygone days, as they say, you know? Another Saturday night, and I ain't got nobody. Little uh, little Andy from the office, sort of vibrato going on there so <clears throat> anyways enough of that <laughs> it's um it's saturday night and i just you know not a whole lot going on for me to ran randomly ramble on about are are just a couple of things um i saw something really cool earlier this week that i was actually intending on uh getting on the podcast and, and discussing uh that was going to be that was on a wednesday and it just it didn't happen. Um, my schedule this week has um, gotten a little busy because this is going to be one of the other things I was going to just ramble on a bit about. The reason I've been a little bit busier this week and I didn't get another uh, 
podcast episode out middle of the week like you guys are used to is uh, due to the fact that my colleague at work um, who I work you know in hand, tan- tandem with uh, we both do different things but for the same uh, for the same account the uh, colleague of mine unfortunately has uh, is, is, is homesick with COVID so not just him but also his two-year-old son and then I think his wife is asthmatic or something so it's really unfortunate um, especially you know considering that it's the whole family the whole family is being affected you know it's bad enough when it's just one of you but when you know the whole family is feeling it that's uh, that's that's very unfortunate, you know. And another crazy thing about it, you know, was that this guy doesn't really go anywhere because his his uh, his son uh, is is definitely at a higher risk, you know. Um, and he was doing everything in his power that he could think of to isolate and protect his his home and his family you know and that was that that went so far as to not leave and go places himself he would stay home um he would he would go out to you know for drives or whatever just to kind of you know stop staring at the four walls but he wouldn't go into town he wouldn't go to you know restaurants and go out to eat and go places like that um, out of out of consideration for the safety of his son, mainly, um, who has, I guess, some conditions, some pre-existing conditions that puts puts him at a higher risk. And it, I guess it was over the holidays. Like so many people, uh, he's not the only one. Um, friends of mine, they ended up contracting it over the holidays. And... Uh, just like we knew it, this would this was going to happen, right? We knew this was going to happen, um, but did we know that it was going to happen to people that we know and love, right? Well, I uh, I am not delusional, and I am also not a uh, I'm I'm real, you know. I'm a, I'm a realist, and I often um, get misunderstood as being quite quite a quite a prick, <laughs> uh, for lack of a better terms. I can I can come across uh, to some people sometimes as being just non-caring uh, and it's not that I'm not that it's not that I'm not caring it's the fact it, it's what it is is that I don't tolerate a lot of stupidity <laughs> to put it lightly you know so when I hear about things that like oh you know we we did you know this that or the other thing happened and now you know uh, people have got you know more more cases of, of COVID are, are coming up I sit back and I look and I go well, it's no wonder because you're 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 being irresponsible, or you're, you're you know, <clears throat> you're, you're you're being ridiculous uh, when it comes to some of the some of the behaviors and some of the actions. You know, now it's different to say that when you're not the one facing it, right? Because I'm sure that people that listen to this podcast have have gotten COVID, and they're like, "Well, I did everything I could think." You know, I I, I was careful. You know, I, I wore my mask. I, you know, maintained social distance. Blah blah blah. You know, and then I also, uh, you know, it's it, it's sad to see when when things that you 
try to prevent happening end up happening you know right because you think you're doing all the right things you think you're making all the right choices preventive measures and then boom you get you get slapped with the with the rona and you know i was thinking about it with uh with the case of my colleague and then some friends uh who have dealt with this 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 illness this virus you know i don't know it's we live in wild times we live in crazy times and it's you know it's none of our places to judge other people um too harshly i i I have my own opinions about a lot of things that i just just assume not really talk about but i'm gonna just mention briefly that that this 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 one particular thing you know when it comes to the public and when it comes to the world around us and when it comes to us being you know subject to and surrounded by things that we normally don't have control over i'm talking you know strangers places people that we don't have you know encounter on a regular basis and who we don't know what's going on in their lives um you're 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 rolling the dice you're taking chances when when you do those sorts of things now have have i been the one to take those chances and stuff yes absolutely you know, I continue to go out into public. I, I wear my, you know, I wear the mask thing. I, you know, maintain the social distance or whatever. And I don't, you know, if there's if there's a rule posted up somewhere and I want to do my business at that place, then I will abide by the rules and it's not a big deal to me. You know, what I don't do, though, is I don't tempt fate, as it were. You know what I mean? I don't go to concerts as much as maybe we would like to go my wife and I used to go to concerts all the time locally I don't go to local bars and local local shows local music events when there's people that I don't know don't know where they've been don't know what's going on in their lives or the people that they know what's going on in their lives that aren't wearing masks that aren't practicing social distancing that aren't taking care and consideration of the people around them I don't go places like that and I don't hang around with with or without a mask you know, I don't go to the gym like I should or like I want to because, yeah, sure, as 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 clear and clean and as and as, you know, sterile or whatever that the place is supposed to be. There's still a, you know, typically larger, more condensed assembly of people um, that go there who you don't know. I also don't go around people who know who who, who know that they've had it. Who know that they've uh, been around people who have had it without that, you know, quarantine time period, you know, taking place. I don't care if it's well, we think we were around somebody that had it. Uh, I, I may love you to death. You may be my best friend. You may be, you know, like family to me. But if I've heard that you've been around people that have had it, and I guess what? Stay away. Just stay away until you know that you've got a clean bill of health, until you've been tested, until you know that you're you're okay. Because I'm not about to take a chance in that way. I'm also not going to not live my life. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to responsibly enjoy things. And I guess that's where, you know, so much of what I hear about and see, um, you know, everything for, for there's, there's cause and effect. You know what I mean? There's for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And then there's, um, 
there, there, there's things that happen due to our our decisions that we make you know so i feel bad for people like my my coworker, my colleague who took every amount of effort to stay away right almost to an extreme you know i don't think that it's safe to just stay put and not you know live your life and be out in the world hell i i credit my immune system being as strong as it is because of the fact that I've been exposed to so many different things throughout my life and over the years you know I worked on a farm I I I, uh, I ate things that grew out of the ground quite often things that grew out of the uh, not out of a garden just wild you know lemongrass and and wild onions and and other you know naturally occurring sources of nutrients in the world I've, I've I've done all that throughout my life and I've you know put myself through a lot <clears throat> and try to maintain a healthy lifestyle sometimes I don't always you know uh, achieve that and especially over this past year you know like my diet kind of fell off of the off of the wagon a bit um, but I credit the fact that I was able to get through 2020 almost a year after this pandemic hit. Uh, and as of the time of this podcast and the time of this recording, clean bill of health, not even so much as a cold. Um, and then I, I look back and I was like, you know, well, why is that? You know, did I, did I do anything different than I had before? Sure. I did. I, I took into consideration the, the, the rules and the, and the guidelines from, you know, healthcare professionals and I didn't behave stupidly. I didn't go places that I, Maybe wanted to go, but that common sense told me not to go, you know, and that was one of the things that really irritated me last year when I'm seeing, you know, we're in the middle of this pandemic, you know, people are, are, are contracting this disease and whatever you want to let, you know, look, if you want to say that it's, you know, the numbers are being doctored or whatever because they want to get buyouts and stuff like that, you can say that all you want. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not, a, I don't study the numbers of those types of things. But here I am, you know, just looking I'm like, well, the numbers are not going down. They're, they're, they're going up steadily all the time. And you're going to have a concert. You're going to have a you're going to have, you know, some dive bar where there's, you know, 50 people asses to elbows and you're going to cram them all in there and, and, and sell the show out because, you know, music, man, and the music scene. And this and that. How how ridiculous of you, how how irresponsible, how stupid of you to put people's lives in danger like that, you know? during a pandemic are you stupid are you have you lost your freaking mind you know and then you're gonna put that show on and people are gonna be like you know you guys are great you know for doing this and you're gonna have all these people that your supporters and your fans or whatever the whatever you want to call them you know and you're gonna have these people out to to party and to, and to do things and, and and then next thing you know what happens two weeks later you know somebody gets the run or somebody gets covid and it hurts their family it puts them out of work it for it affects the people around them you know, all because you couldn't just sit on your butt and 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 not put people in harm's way. You know, you know, it, it irritates me when people do things that that they should, you know, have have a better judgment about. Um, and then it also irritates me even worse when people should have better judgment about things, and then they do something that not just affects them but everybody else. You know, so many people that they're they're friends with or that support them in projects and things like that. You realize the kind of influence you have on people, right? People 
love what you do or they 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 support what you do and then you put an event on of course they're going to come out there you know and you, and you put that there in front of them you did th you did something so ill-advised and irresponsible during a time when that that is not the smart thing to do and then you know oh, got the rona you know whatever now that's not i'm not going to say that that's the case um of what's happened with my you know the friends of mine and co-workers and colleagues in, in my professional i'm not saying that that's the case i'm just saying like you know be smart you know what i mean like use your freaking brain use your head um now there there's there's a lot that that goes on you know people are people have jobs that they have to go to people have you know bills they have to pay of course this whole thing very very stressful very challenging times over the last year uh, have have befallen many of us um, at some anybody that's listening to this podcast has been affected by by the virus you know where however many ears this reaches you've been affected by this in some sort of way whether you've contracted the virus whether you know somebody who's contracted the virus whether your professional life your personal life has been affected because of the, the results of this virus your life has been impacted by it you know how it's been impacted what what sort of you know results have come about what what negativity what what positive things have come about because let's face it um if you let things be be always negative for you right then then that's just the way life's going to be uh, try to find the positive and things and then and then focus on that you know focus and build on the positive things right i look at this whole thing as as a as, as a lot of things but one of them is you know sort of like a blessing uh in disguise as, as, as they call it sometimes you know i was uh i've, I've been i've been working a lot in my professional life but i get to work from home you know i don't have to worry about putting wear and tear on my vehicle and driving in traffic and 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 taking time away from my home life because i'm not at home i'm i'm working but i'm working at home and i get to see my wife more than i ever uh had before <laughs> which can sometimes be <laughs> that that can be a challenge in and of itself i think you know um she doesn't really listen to these but i think we would both safely agree uh to each other that we get on each other's nerves now more than we had before because of that because we see each other so much but we 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 have especially her you know she has um things that she go, goes and does um with her friends and when i say goes and does i mean you know she visits people um and then hangs out with people uh, the same people, you know, so she's not putting herself in in a uh, dangerous situation. And, you know, I s don't really go out that much. There's maybe a couple of people who I see on an, on occasion, but I'm, I'm a very uh, private person when it comes to my uh, my social life. I don't I don't go out that much. And that may be a fault of mine as well. Um, certain people or for certain people. But, you know, we get along and, and we, we work things out. But uh I don't know guys it's it's such a it's such a crazy thing to think about you know this guy keep going back this my colleague at work he, he literally did almost pretty much everything you could have thought to keep himself safe and to keep his family safe and not just one of his family but himself and, and another of his family got it because of other people's irresponsible be behaviors you know so I guess the you know the moral of it all, or, or the thing that I walk away from uh, thinking about it all, is that you know you cannot 
prevent things from happening that are just going to happen. It goes back to some of the way my worldview is with regards to heathenry, right? Because the Norns and and, and what you may call fate, you know, they, there are things that are written down for us. And when I say written down, I don't mean like destiny in the sense, but there's, you know, we are fated to be born a certain day. We are fated to die a certain day. And then there's everything else in between that is up to us to make happen, you know, to, to make happen or not happen. You know, and I wonder so, so much how, you know, if if you don't decide to do something or if you do decide to do something, what's going to happen? You know, like, for instance, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking mainly along the lines of the, the, the virus thing, right? There's no, there's no reason why somebody who took the amount of care that they took in their lives, as, as my coworker did, that they should have gotten COVID-19. There's... Logically speaking, right? That doesn't make sense. But then you got other things, other elements, other other pieces of the puzzle that have to be uh, added to the equation. It's not always about what you decide. It's not always about what you do. There's there's people that do things that are involved in your lives, family. You know, so so what? You 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 isolated yourself and you kept yourself from going places that you, you know, to keep your family safe. But what about everybody else in the family that comes around and, and hangs out uh, and and visits you? Or, or comes to see you. Where are they going? What are they doing? Who are they encountering? Are they being as careful as you? Chances are they're not. So then, at what point do you have to say, "Look, family, stay away. If you're, if you're you're not going to adjust your lifestyle the way I've adjusted mine, then you are putting yourself at risk. And you're putting by 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 doing that, you're putting us at risk. And then you gotta, you know, make those decisions and those uh, those those kind of hard choices or whatever. So. I, I look at it as like, you know, there, there's more to it than, than what you initially may think. Like, oh, yeah, this isn't this is my fate. It's been fated to me to, to have COVID. You know, I must have done something wrong. Or whatever. I don't see it that way. I think it was a poor, a poor choice or a poor, a poor decision. And that may piss some people off. That's like, well, you, you mean you, that we, you know, we chose to have Corona. We chose to get the virus. We chose to get it. I'm not saying you chose to get it. I'm saying that your choices added or reduced your risk, you know, added the added to the risk or reduced the risk. You know, maybe you didn't want to upset your family or your friends. Maybe you didn't want to make someone upset by not going to their show, you know, their concert that they're putting on that they love so much in the music scene that you love so much. Maybe you didn't want to make them upset or hurt their feelings. So you decide, I'm going to go just this one time, you know, I'm going to go just this one time to, to see the show. It's, it's, it's one time. It's okay. You know, or maybe... Maybe there's, you know, this this uh, family holiday dinner, you know. We haven't seen each other in six, eight months, whatever. Never mind the fact that I don't wear my mask around places or I, I've been to, you know, somewhere that, you know, had a, had a, had a high infection rate or whatever. And I'm, it's okay. We haven't seen each other in so long. It's just this one time. It's just this one family get-together. It's just that one holiday dinner. See what I mean? That choice caused something bad to happen for 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 that person or for that family you know and um that is my thought on it that is where my mind has gone on it when i hear about these sorts of things i'm like you know that's you know it sucks and I'm, I'm sorry to hear the fact that you're you know feel like you're dying with this virus and you know which again most most people that get it are it's it's gonna be horrible you're gonna feel like you're 
you'd rather die because of the, of all the symptoms or whatever and then you but it's you're going to get better you're going to get over it you know you may have residual symptoms for a while thereafter but you're going to get over it it's not going to kill you the majority of people are not going to die from this and haven't died from this okay let's just, you know the majority of people have not died from covid they've they've died from complications due to covid potentially but they haven't died because of covid I mean, not all of them. And yeah, obviously there's going to be some, but not all of them. They've, they've, they've started to add this, you know, COVID-19 is, is being the cause of death because, up oh, they displayed symptoms and they tested positive. Meanwhile, you know, their heart's rotten out of their chest or their, you know, their liver failed six weeks ago or their kidneys functions are, are down or any other number of things, you know, internal infections, blah, 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 whatever. You know, but nope, it was COVID. So anyway, I didn't re- <laughs> I didn't intend to rant on about COVID this much, um, and I guess that's about it. That's all I'm going to say about it. So um, let's take a quick break and come back and ramble on about some other things that are a bit more heathen-related. And then we will do our uh, Hove Mall discussion thing. So stay tuned for more to come here in just a little bit. Unique, one-of-a-kind, silver, pagan, heathen, and occult designs only at Maccabay. There are various Mjolnirs listed on two different Etsy shops. I'll be providing those links for you here in just a moment. And they also do custom work. And like I said, they have various pagan, occult, and other heathen-inspired religious jewelry designs um, and Specific custom work uh, requests are welcome. You can follow Maccabay on Instagram, which is at Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K-A-B-E-T Designs, or on Facebook at Maccabay. Now, to find them on Etsy, you'll go to etsy.com slash shop slash Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K-A-B-E-T Designs. Uh, for all the socially acceptable designs. And then for more of the fun occult and adult type designs, you can go to etsy.com slash shop slash Hammer. That's M-A-C-A-B-R-E Hammer. Check them out today and let us know what you think. Hey everybody, did you know that Midgard Musings has apparel for both men and women, and even children, children and infants? Not gonna lie, it's pretty cool. Uh, Midgard Musings apparel is available on Teespring. Teespring offers awesome quality uh, merchandise. I own one myself, I actually bought my own merchandise. You got t-shirts, you've got hoodies, um, you know, bathing suits, uh, and all other kinds of things too, not just apparel. Cell phone cases, tote bags, masks, right? Because of this whole pandemic thing. So if you go and search for Midgard Musings Teespring in your web browser, you will find a link to the Midgard Musings store. Pay attention now because the URL is a bit wacky. It is midgard-musings-store.myteespring.co. All right, but it's easier if you were to just go to Google and search for Midgard Musings Teespring Apparel. Um, take a look and see what you got. Like I said, we've got sweatshirts, t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, 
phone cases, tote bags, onesies for infants, coffee mugs, um, all kinds of neat stuff. So head on over to Teespring. Find your Midgard Musings apparel over there. It does help support the channel monetarily. So take a look and see if there's anything over there that you like. We've got all kinds of sizes and colors for men, women, children, and even infants. So the holidays are coming up, and these make great gifts for your loved ones. So go ahead and check out Midgard Musings Apparel on Teespring and let us know what you think. Thanks. All right, folks, thanks for listening to that uh, short commercial break. Welcome back to Random Heathen Ramblings here on the Midgard Musings Podcast. It's your boy, Jesse. I can't believe I just put it that way. But I'm here, um, and we're back to continue on with some random ramblings. Uh, one of the things that I was really wanting to ta- to share and, and talk about to you guys uh, this this week was, uh, I don't know if you guys are on Facebook following like the, the uh, Wardaruna Facebook page, but I think it's every Wednesday they uh, share something about a like historical discovery um, or, or what have you. And this past week was um, some information about the Nolby runestone. Uh, so for any, any of you that maybe don't use Facebook or hadn't seen it, you know, uh, it, it was just posted this past uh, Wednesday, which was the 13th of January, but it's, um, <clears throat> it's a runestone, um, circa, I think 600 AD. Um, and it's got some runic inscriptions on it, but it, um, from the, from the, uh, Wardruna, uh, Facebook page, which is where I'm, I'm getting this information from, says it's an impressive wealth of information about a rune master. So this caught particularly, you know, my eye, um, as a lot of you may know, I, I am very uh, the, the runes are a very, very uh, active part of my heathen practices. I know it's not this, um, the same way for for every single heathen, but it is for this heathen for me. So I saw this and I said, "Ooh, rune master, tell me more!" Right? Because uh, there's so little that we <clears throat> hear about or see, uh, you know, in divination or uh, any sort of magical uses of the runes. So anyway, I saw this and I was reading on and it says that uh, he writes that he paints runes that are sent from the gods, suggesting that there's a close link between being a rune master and a ritual specialist. Um, So I have used the runes in in my own ritual uh, practices myself. So seeing this was kind of like, oh, wow, you know, there was a there was a, um, you know, some sort of uh, affirmation of things for me. Call it what you want, but it, it caught my attention. Um, so they're saying that you know it, it's a suggestion from what the runes say on the stone that there's a link between being a rune master and, and being any sort of you know uh, ritual specialist, a you know whether it be a Gothi or Thulur. Um, the rune master gets his inspiration directly from the gods, as, as the post says, and the runes that he has carved on the Nolby stone seem to invoke. Um, and they say Freya or Loki. So that's also pretty interesting. That a rune stone that is so old that predates the Viking Age um, uh, early enough uh, that that predates the Viking Age that we see uh, perhaps some 
nods to gods and goddesses that uh, we we didn't know that much about prior to the Viking Age, and that we maybe so wrongly assumed that they are, um, you know, that, that that there's Christian influences to, of, of of mentioning those gods, or that you know, I know I know for 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 example, Loki um, gets a lot of uh, negative things added to him, and, and a lot of people will will try to. To, to place the argument that um, the, the the Loki figure and, and his character or whatever is largely due to Snorri Sturluson's, uh, you know, Christian knowledge of, of Christian lore and, and adding things to the Loki figure. So Loki obviously existed as a, as a, a figure that was venerated, what his characteristics were and what his, you know, mannerisms or what was known about him maybe pre-Christian times doesn't doesn't quite line up but we don't maybe know that much about it but we at least know that the figure himself um was a part of uh, ancient scandinavian uh pagan views um so the last sentence on this stone talks about the falcon-like one um we both you know we know that both freya and loki in the lore share a falcon shape um you know when, when loki uh flies out to um, Jotunheim to uh, talk to Thrym about getting Thor's hammer back. He borrows Freya's falcon cloak to ship-shaped. Ship-shaped? Yeah. Ship-shaped. <laughs> Shape-shift. Um, he may have also ship-shifted. Whatever that means. But he shape-shifted into the form of a falcon and flew to uh, Jotunheim. So... The falcon was, I guess, largely looked at as a symbol of war, hunting, and death during the Viking Age and the Iron Age. So with this stone coming through during or before that time, it's uh, very, very possible that what is you know being referred to and, and talked about here um, may be a nod to either one of those figures. So the runic inscription... Um, that you see on the stone, which of course I can't show you here, say, um, and I'm not even going to try to to read it because I think it's it, it may be even it may be Proto-Germanic um, or, or some other language that predates uh, Old Norse. And I'm horrible at reading it, so I don't want to. Um, I mean, I'll give it a shot, but it says, Runo Fahir. Ragnarok, Kutoj, Unathal, Sura, Susi, Huaitin, Hakuto. I don't know if that's even close to what it says, but that's me trying to read and pronounce the the, uh, the runic inscriptions, which translates to apparently meaning, "I paint runes sent from the gods. I prepare peace. May these runes." sharpen the falcon-like one so the the runic inscription was translated by a very um prominent and well-known uh authority in academia mr matthias nordvig who's a doctor uh, has a phd through the university of colorado boulder and he is featured on the nordic mythology podcast so if you guys are into podcasts of course as you're listening to this podcast 
um, whatever your podcast listening platform is, go ahead and check out the Nordic Mythology podcast. It's one of the podcasts that I uh, enjoy. Um, they're on YouTube. I know for a fact I've seen that there. I, um, I'm sure they're on other, you know, podcast platforms as well. Go ahead and check out the Nordic Mythology podcast, which features Matthias Nordvig. Um, so that was pretty cool. You know, I always love seeing stuff like this uh, from from ancient times that um, you know kind of add to the to the uh, you know it, it it fills in the gaps. You know, things that we maybe didn't know quite before um, or had suspicions of before. When we find you know archaeological finds such as this, um, it add, it it adds more to the puzzle. It, it fills in a lot of the gaps, and it maybe makes things a bit more. Um, you know, uh, understandable. We, 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 we get a bigger picture painted for us. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I hope that, um, you check out the Nordic mythology podcast. One of these days I would actually like to join a, a podcast episode. I think they take guests or they, they interview guests or they have guests on their show. That would be pretty cool. You know, so if uh, Matthias Nordweg and anybody out there on the Nordic Mythology podcasts uh, gets this into their ears, just realize and know that um, Midgard Musings is down to uh, be featured and to talk about things. So that would be that would be pretty pretty lit, pretty awesome. Um, okay, so what I'd like to do now and, and for the remainder of uh, this episode, like we've uh, rambled on quite, quite enough, is now go into the uh, Hovamal discussion readings. And, um, you know, as we do here on every episode, it's a, it's a random stanza from the Hovamal that I try to read from different translations from and then kind of analyze it a little bit and, and, and bring you know my own thoughts into it and so uh the, the one that we're going to be uh randomly selecting and reading from today is uh stanza 58 so the the translation uh, the translations i should say that i'll be uh, sharing this information from is going to include the hollander translation um the thorpe translation um it'll be bray and Auden and Taylor, Bellows, and then the uh, Jackson Crawford version or translation. So starting off with uh, the Hollander translation, again, this is stanza 58 uh, of the Hovamal. It says, Betimes must rise who would take another's life and win his wealth. Lying down, Wolf never got the lamb, nor sleeping white slew his foe. Uh, the Thorpe translation reads, He should rise early who another's property or life desires to have. Seldom a sluggish wolf gets prey or a sleeping man victory. All right, now we've got uh, Oliver Bray translation, which says, He must rise betimes who fain of another or life or wealth would win. Scarce falls the prey to sleeping wolves or to slumberers victory in strife. Auden and Taylor reads, Early shall he rise who has designs on another's land or life. 
His prey escapes the prone wolf. The sleeper is seldom victorious. Bellows reads, He must early go forth who faith, who feign the blood, or the go uh, let me start over. He must early go forth who feign the blood, or the goods of another would get. The wolf that lies idle shall win little meal, or the sleeping man's success. Uh, and then lastly, we've got the Jackson Crawford translation, and, and that, that translation reads, uh, Rise early if you want to take another man's property or his life. A sleeping wolf seldom gets his meat, or a sleeping warrior a victory. Pretty self-explanatory there. You know, this is, I think, one of those stanzas uh, or one of those sayings that um, is an inspiration for that you know, famous proverb or whatever you want to call it. The early bird gets the worm. You know, right? We've all heard it. And um, the advice is the same here in the Hovamal, but with you know, a bit more uh, vivid examples of, um, uh, you know, animals uh, that are that are hunting or that expect to get something there there's there's not going to be any victory won in bed or, or victory won uh being lazy or sluggish or lackadaisical right if you want it go get it go out there and, and, and grab it if you so fain to to win another's you know life or, or property then go get it um so this is a very uh, I guess you know th th this type of stanza really speaks to the uh, the, the popular you know approach uh, of of raiding uh, during the Viking Age when there were people well you know who were mostly farmers and, and you know the common folk and they would they would sometimes be given the opportunity to go take others' things and um, it had to be that they were ready and raring to go not to be lazy not to be sluggish in that in that attempt or in that, you know, direction to to go uh, and win another man's life or money or property. So I think in modern times, you know, guys, a lot of people will be um, positioned in life to, to accomplish certain things. And they may be challenged with a lot and they may be feeling like the odds are stacked against them, you know. And any time that we feel those sorts of things it's easy for us to just kind of, kind of lay down and give up. You know, if the road gets too rough, if the seas get too boisterous, if the, you know, temperature gets too hot, if things get too cold, if it just gets too tough, right? Well, oh, what's the point, you know? And we give up. We fail to, to, you know, get our meal or make a kill or win those victories you know you're not gonna get it for free you're not gonna get it easy so don't be lazy get up and do it get up early go start your day get the, you know get things ready and raring to go uh, for your life if you want something go get it and don't make excuses for you know the reasons why you can't there's always going to be an excuse you know, anybody can find an excuse for why they don't have certain things, you know, or why um, they can't have certain things. And 
I uh, I had the opportunity and the fortune of of growing up in a in an environment that really harbored and encouraged and nurtured the ability to take care of oneself and to take care of one's family and to be diligent and to and to put to 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 work the things that you set your hands to do right. Don't just uh, for lack of a better term, don't half-ass it, right? Apply yourself um, and make things happen that you want to see happen. So I was—I've been fortunate enough to grow up in an environment uh, from my life through through my life uh, up to now that really positioned me to to do this. Now that's not to say that you're gonna always feel that way, right? It's you know you may not feel like doing it. It's not going to be easy for you to maintain that lifestyle. But if you really apply yourself to it that one time then you can re- you know, reflect back on it and say well I did it that one time so why not be able to do it again why can't I do it again if I did it once I can do it two times and if I've done it two times I can do it three times and if I've done it a third time then I can keep on going right I can do this all day you know so count your victories and apply yourself to you know uh, make those um Make those, take those measures, you know, really focus on it. Um, that's, that's kind of what I get away or, or get out of this uh, particular stanza. So as always, you know, I am curious to know what you guys think. You can let me know what you think by sending me a voice message through Anchor. I distribute all my podcasts through anchor.fm. So if you want to send me a voice message, you have a one minute time limit when you send me voice messages. You can do so by going to uh, anchor.fm slash Midgard Musings. If you go to anchor.fm and slash Midgard Musings on your web browser, you'll find me here. You can also download the Anchor app and just find my podcast and send me a voice message. Um, it's really easy. It's simple. I've already had um, this fella from Idaho who's, who's shared some ideas or thoughts and that have been featured on the podcast. So let me know what you're thinking about when I share these uh, random Havamal things. I still have yet to de- to figure out a, a hotline feature, right, for for someone to call because a lot of people like to do that. They'll just call, you know. Oh, if I have to download another app, they, they don't like to do that. You already got a phone, so if, as soon as I can figure out a way to um, create this, you know, hotline sort of feature, I will let you guys know and share it around on all my platforms and, and here as well on the podcast. So that just about wraps it up for today's episode i hope you all enjoyed it if you did please interact with this podcast in whatever way um, that positively supports it so if you can like it favorite it share it around whatever it takes please consider doing so it really helps you know build this channel and then or this platform you know this podcast and my channel too i mean it all helps it it all draws attention to one central thing i just i have so many different things, right? I've got the Facebook page, I got the YouTube channel, Twitter, now this. Um, so any way that you can help support, if you check the description of the, the podcast episode, you're going to see a link tree link. Go ahead and click that, and you'll see all of my social media. You'll see the links to my websites for merchandise, Patreon, everything that you've heard about thus far. Um, please be sure to check out whether it be my own projects or other projects from um, you know promotional ads that are. Uh, running here on this on this podcast. So I hope you guys are doing well and staying healthy. Thank you for continuing to support what I do here on the podcast. And until next time, you guys all stay safe. Hail and may your heart fires.
continue to burn bright. <laughs>